there are few people who get to decide what will happen in our world. You have been invited to join them. Pull back the curtain and take your seat. What is up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of Pleasure Before Business. I'm Scott Tate and as always, I'm joined by my main man, Ricky G. What is up, my brother? What's happening, my man? You ready to pull back the curtain tonight? Pull back the curtain and take a seat, y'all. All right. Well, let's uh, jump right into those shout outs, shall we? We shall. Our first shout goes out to our MVG, Stevie Keen. He had an LA show last week to promote his art book, and he had the paint, the band Paint Play. There has to be a PB4 link there, doesn't there, brother? PB4 is the link in the chain, my brother. Well stated. All right. Well, I also wanted to make a shout out to the people of India. Uh, the outpouring of love has been really amazing, brother, since they've joined the worldwide footprint. A lot of good vibes coming from there. We've had thousands of people from India uh, acknowledge our post online and uh, you know sharing it with others. And it's all about peace and love. So peace and love go out to you, the brothers and sisters of India. Yeah, and much love from us to you. Danyavad. Danyavad, indeed. You do not. You'll be there in spirit, Ricky G. So what uh, what shout-outs you got tonight, my brother? Well, yeah, man. I also wanted to mention, uh, you just mentioned uh, August 7th. And, in fact, that is uh, Lala Lauren's birthday. So happy birthday to Lala Lauren. Lala Lauren. Don't be maybe. Much love to our number one fan. La la love ya. Don't mean maybe. Something like that. And uh, also shout out to the uh, amazing musicians that let us play their songs on our last episode. Shout out to Tony Molina, Paint, Spiral Stairs. Egg Drop Soup and Zachary Kale. And finally, let me throw a shout out to uh, Three Lobed Recordings. My lobes are positive and looking to the future with eyes wide open. Yeah, we played some amazing songs by them on our last episode. Shout out to all our fans. Welcome to season two, episode 11, a.k.a. episode 32. 
Yeah, there were some uh, great songs we played from uh, Three Lobe Recordings last time around. Just a quick shout out to uh, MV and EE for their amazing album Fuzzweed. And also to Steve Gunn and the sunburned hand of the man. That was a great one. <laughs> it really was. So, yeah, we're uh, just slowly unpeeling that uh, compilation by Three Lobe Recordings. And uh, like we an will, onion. Uh, <laughs> peeling it slowly like PB4. We'll play a couple more tracks off that uh, later on tonight. Cool. Well, I guess before we go any further, brother, I guess we should give a shout out to our international followers. PB4 is worldwide. Oh, yeah. PB4 is worldwide. And we'd like to thank all of you listening from all corners of the world. And I want to make a special shout out to our newest members of our worldwide footprint, Indonesia and Bonaire. What's up, Brian? Thus far, we've got listeners in Brazil, Africa, Germany, the UK. What's up, Eunice? France, the Dominican Republic, Canada, Mexico, Italy, Taiwan, always Taiwan on, Timor-Leste, the Netherlands, Poland, Australia, What's up, Vikram? Malaysia, coming at ya. Colombia, Spain, the Czech Republic, check it in. Peru, perusing the situation. Japan, New Zealand, Israel, Ireland, Liechtenstein, Denmark, India, and of course, rounding it out as always, the United States of America. That's 29 and counting, y'all. We love our fans. Worldwide footprint. We out. PB Fell. Worldwide. Oh, brother. It's hard to believe, man. 29 countries. We're getting up there. Yeah, we are. Worldwide footprint. So hear us out. If you need some exposure, your band wants uh, us to play you. We are always interested in new music. Oh, we most definitely are, brother. And uh, another great song from you. And uh, just got one thing to say, brother. What's that? You done done it again, brother. You done done it again. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And shout out to uh, Ellen of... uh, Rewet the tip fame there. Yes. (laughs) She just wanted to let you know that you done done it again, brother. Thank you, Alan. And uh, also shout out to uh, Brian of uh, Bone Air, a.k.a. Ryan from Bon Air. Brother, the more things change, the more they stay the same. PB4 is number one in the hearts and souls of our fans. PB Foe is alive, standing on the shoulders of giants. Another link in the chain. PB Foe, linking the past with the future. Oh, brother. 
Let's get this electronic dance party started. Speaking of linking the past with the future, who are we listening to? Uh, this is the new album called Sons Of by Sam Precop and John McIntyre. Brought to you by Thrill Jockey Records. You know where they're out of, brother, right? Uh, they're out of the Chai, I believe. Yes, sir. When you come to Chai Town next, we've got to set up a PB4 meeting with the uh, Thrill Jockey Records executives. Tell them that we're the promotion man. There's always a lot of action when I come to the Chai. Yeah. This is a really cool album, by the way. Um, you know what this has me thinking of? What's that? Is the uh, Ukrainian record label Sheets and their compilation album that they put out to support the uh, the rebels and the fighting against the Ruskis. Yeah, it's uh, it's really great. Um, I-, I love the electronic style of this particular one. Um, I wanted to read you this one quote that's kind of applicable to that thought. Sam Precop's solo electronic work has always been playful, restless, maybe even a little bit reckless. Locked away in his home studio, the Chicago musician approaches his modular synthesizers like a genial, rumpled Hollywood scientist his lab coat stained with strangely colored chemicals. <laughs> this is so cool, you know, it's a really, really cool album. Now I'm thinking of them in trench coats and lab science <laughs> equipment all around them. Lots of beakers. Yeah. I, we were talking about this earlier about this, but it's a triumvirate of Chai Town. Thrill Jockey Records is from Chai Town. Pitchfork is from Chai Town. And Sam Precop is in Chai Town. So if if I were to, to make this proclamation, just I, I'm sure I'd have some support. Chicago is a the hub of indie music. I thought you were going to throw uh, Dream Cream in that uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> trio. Uh, that's included. That's naturally included. But that's assumed. But thanks. thanks. Yeah, exactly. That's assumed. But uh, thank you for bringing that up. But uh, definitely Dream Cream is part of that equation as well. Definitely. We're the, the cream that holds it all together. <laughs> we are the cream I, on the top. We are. We bind it together. So there you go. So uh, Chi-Town shout out that's right you know uh we just had uh uh Lollapalooza last weekend too four days of of all sorts of music nice yeah and they had a lot of like really cool pre-shows as well and after shows mm-hmm. most of them were after shows actually you know we played at the empty bottle where our boy matt adams is going to be playing tomorrow who's that wet leg 
empty Ooh. bottle. Yeah, and uh, those those tickets were sold out stat. So I couldn't find anybody to re- that were reselling them. So Wet Leg played at Empty Bottle after show when they played Lala, and then uh, I tried to get tickets uh, for the Green Day concert that was playing at the Metro in Chicago, which is a small venue. Yeah, definitely small we, for them. We've been there. We've together. been there. We actually saw the Black Keys there in 2008. Yeah. Yeah, they were just coming up then. For Lala, I think that was a, a pre-show, right? Or, it or, was. Or after yeah. show. It was, yeah. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't get the uh, Green Day tickets. They were gone. I mean, I waited on my computer for way too long, and I thought I had a chance, but I had no chance. Anyway, so word to the wise. Lala shows. Get in those tickets quick, you know? We got to get our pleasure cards. Uh, membership has its privileges. Yes, it you does. Know? You know, sign up for the pleasure card. Just expect six to eight months in processing <laughs> and uh, shipment, right? While supplies last. I'm glad you got all that out. Uh, we we got to be kosher because our law our lawyers are telling us to make sure that we have all our bases covered, right? Yeah, I love this uh, this album, man. It's uh, here's another little quote from Pitchfork um, about the sea and cake. Um, the sea and cake have always radiated an unusual mixture of ease and control. Their balmy chords and sighing vocals may be redolent of lazy Mediterranean afternoons, Campari on ice, old money sailboats. Yet their rhythms remain impeccably unwrinkled. That's deep. Those pitchfork writers, man, I don't, I don't. I, they are on another stratosphere. They're really, really good. I, yeah. I, I totally enjoy reading their their stuff. That was poetry right there. It, it is, yeah. I mean, the the Campari on ice. <laughs> Let me roll up my pant legs and get right? comfortable. Oh, well, yeah. Let me, let me dip get... my toes in the right? water. <laughs> exactly. Sam Precop. So the C and the cake. I know, Ricky G, that's one of your highly recommended morning groups, uh, right? You like to put on the C and cake uh, when you're just getting uh, your day started. Is that right? Yeah, in the morning time, late at night as well. Or if you're just uh, surfing the net, uh, it's also nice. Uh, allows you to uh, kind of zoom back and um, you know get outside yourself for a second. Now, what's the tie-in to C&K here? Well, Sam, uh, I believe both of these uh, gentlemen were in the C&K. Um, Sam Precop, of course, and John McIntyre. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is a solo project by them. But you know, uh, C and Cake are a band that I've really loved for a, for a really long time. And uh, so yeah, naturally I uh, gravitated towards some of the Sam Precop sure. solo stuff, um, and then eventually into his electronic stuff. It's so good. He's a uh, Hollywood scientist with a lab coat stained with strangely colored chemicals. Yes. <laughs> Let's sit back and listen to a little bit of Sam Precott. 
and John McIntyre. Yeah, I also wanted to take this opportunity to tell you about a pretty uh, fantastic uh, event coming up here, brother. Via Pitchfork, Pavement sent to unveil five official album theme pierogies. Pretty exciting event going down in Parma, Ohio here on Friday, August 19th. Pavement will be honored with special album theme pierogi. Am I am I right in thinking that the pierogi is the uh, the potato in wrapped in dough, fried in oil, sautéed with onions, topped with sour cream, often perhaps sprinkle with chives is that what we're talking about here that's exactly what we're talking about and pavement is coming out with five specialty pierogi each one to uh signify one of their five albums and uh also bob nastanovich is going to be playing a dj set at this event too which is pretty wild so yeah i mean that's maybe that's what we got to do here at pbfo is just be totally outrageous right yeah yeah and I love pierogies too, man. Hell, so, I mean, the, decadence. Once again, pavement, the tip of the spear. Yeah. With this pierogi event. Um, <laughs> let me just read you a couple of... Uh, the, they, the they, clear, they, they clear, we clearly have the finger on the pulse of, of what's we, going We do. On. I mean, we do, but pavement also clearly at the tip of I, the spear. I, 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 rec- I uh, yes, I uh, applaud them for their style as well. And, uh, you know, now they're going to add pierogies to their quiver. So it's quite uh, impressive. <laughs> How can we outdo that? That's Yeah. So, uh, you know how we could outdo that, brother? How's that? PBFO pre-rolls. Nope. In a, in a market near you. When you just got to get your groove on. PBFO pre-rolls. Always put pleasure before business in everything you do. So yeah, FYG. Before I uh, continue with my pavement soliloquy here okay. about pierogies, um, <laughs> just FYG. This is a song off the uh, Three Lobed Recordings compilation. A song called "Brick and Mortar" by Sir Richard Bishop. My lobes are binding to the situation. My lobes are vibrating to the hum of the cosmos. James Webb Telescope is honing in. The 
pavement pierogi were narrowed down from 14 potential flavors to five, one named after each pavement album. Two meat pierogi, two vegetarian pierogi, and one dessert pierogi. The Terror Twilight dessert pierogi has sour cherries, macadamia nuts, and a vanilla bean ice cream drizzle that's paired with a date-infused sour cream. Other pierogi include steamed asparagus, parma prosciutto, and gorgonzola, as well as sweet Italian sausage, ricotta, mm. French mm. basil, and a regional marinara. Mm. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Only on PB4 do you get gorgonzola dropped. Oh, my goodness. I mean, what kind of uh, pierogies would we have at Dream Cream? I think oh. there would only be one style. You know, well, definitely what? when they mentioned the, um, what was it? The, um, the vanilla the, bean ice cream oh, drizzle. I, That's I, uh, where I. I'm unfamiliar with that. I, I started need to, to get some dream cream uh, imagery at that, that point. That must be for a sophisticated palate. Uh, you know what they would put in the dream cream uh, pierogi, right, brother? What's that? Only one flavor. Dream cream. That's right. And here's another one off that uh, Three Lobed Recordings compilation. This is one called Slip Away by Bardo Pond. I like the sound of this one. Yeah, and FYG, this is, uh, I think this artist put out the very first release on Three Lobed Recordings. This compilation is to mark uh, their 20th year in the biz. So, uh, yeah, I thought it'd be cool to play this song by Bardo Pond. Shout out to Corey, the founder of Three Lobes Recordings. Corey Rayborn. My lobes are titillated. Yeah, and other uh, food-related news, brother. I don't know if you've uh, heard about the plight of the Choco Taco recently. Play it on me, brother. Well, unfortunately, they uh, recently discontinued the Choco Taco. What? 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 And according to Klondike, over the past two years, we have experienced an unprecedented spike in demand across our portfolio and have had to make very tough decisions to ensure availability of our full portfolio nationwide. Supply chain is loose. <laughs> it is It is not tight. Um, a necessary but unfortunate part of the process is that we sometimes must discontinue products, even beloved items like the Choco Taco. Bad move, Klondike. Choco Taco is the only thing I eat in that brand. And via NPR, Choco Tacos have been around since 1983 when Alan Dreisen created them in Philly. Philly. Whoop, whoop. Represent. People have, people have loved this fan favorite for nearly 40 years, and as such, 
They're mourning the loss on social media. I thought it would be here forever, and I always told myself I'll have one later. But later is here, and a Chaco Taco is not. It's like losing a dog, but instead of a loving animal, it's an ice cream filled taco with chocolate and nuts. Honestly, if there was anything I could say about its passing, I would say that the world didn't just lose an ice cream taco, it lost its way. Deep. Wow. This is like the coronary corner right now we're having, right? A culinary corner, excuse me. I'm having a coronary <laughs> as we're talking about this uh, this knowledge that we're dropping on people right now that, frankly, uh, you know, people need to know. <laughs> Clearly. Well, and, and uh, so anyways, the, the follow-up story to this, FYG, is that... Not uh, so fast. Not so fast. Uh, the news led to a wave of consumer outpouring about the Chaco Taco and Klondike's decision. Amid all those comments came a lifeline from the Klondike Twitter account in a response. We've heard from our fans and we're hoping to bring this favorite treat back to ice cream trucks in the coming years. All hail Chaco Taco. All hail the people who stood up, had their voice heard, and got results. Klondike, good on you. May Chaco Taco live forever. And I love this Bardo Pond. I love this singer, man. <laughs> He's just cranking it out as we pontificate about Chaco Tacos. Because naturally, our conversation is spiraling down the stairs to nowhere. Bardo Pond with Slip Away off the Three Lobe Recordings compilation album. And just a final word on the Chaco Taco saga. (laughs) Apparently, there are 912 Chaco Tacos left that Klondike is stashing away and deciding how to disperse. So uh, keep abreast of the Klondike Twitter account for an announcement in the future. Oh, you know, I'll be abreast. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, we just, you know, in America, you just can't mess with our Chaco Taco. You know, you can mess with our freedoms and our liberties, but not that Chaco Taco. Not the Chaco Taco. All right. There you go. Tonight's or tonight's most useless information. There you go. The Chaco Taco. <laughs> we that. all love it. Got that part out. That will be cut out. Uh, all right. Well, brother, uh, that was definitely riveting uh, information <laughs> for the people. Uh, they, they they need to know these things, right? We bring them the freshest of uh, news, content, music, you know. So great, great, great job on that piece. Uh, all right. Well, uh, where has this uh, path that we're on uh, led us to 
my brother. My lobes are riveted. Um, yes, well, we were going to transition, I believe, into the sponsor for tonight's episode. All right, let's kick it then. Uh, before we do so, let's uh, tune in to a, a 1990-911 call and uh, see what's going on in the Bigfoot world. Foreshadow. What are you reporting? Uh, we got someone or something crawling around out here. Did you see what it was? Was it a person or an animal? Or I can't tell. All I know is that my sensor light came on, and I just happened to glimpse and see this thing running across the yard. Uh, a good-sized man or something that looks like a man. I don't know what it was, just that it ran across the yard. Okay. You've had problems in the neighborhood before? Yeah, my dog was killed here just recently. I don't know what it was. Whatever it is, it's running. I couldn't catch it if I was going to chase it. But whatever it was, it was standing up. I'm out here looking through the window now, and I don't see anything. I don't want to go outside. Jesus Christ, you better... Sir? Hello? Get somebody out here. What's going on now, sir? That son of a bitch is about six foot nine. I don't know. Do you see him now, sir? Yes, I'm looking right at him. Tonight's Uh-oh. episode is brought to you okay, by Dr. Scratch. Is he in your yard, sir? Yeah, God, he's big. The okay, what's he doing in your yard? Smell like a big. gentleman. Oh, and the guy is on foot. This- I don't know what it, it, it's a big, real big person. That's all I can say. Okay, but it is a it is a person. I, uh, yeah, I'd say it was a person, somebody really big. Squatch, need your inner squatch man. Doctor Squatch has written a prescription for you. He'll have a new smelling rugged, woodsy, and strong. Just like a swatch man should smell all night long. Ladies, squatches won't be able to keep their furry hands off you. Dr. Squatch, he works 60% of the time. Rugged, woodsy, all night long. 
he's the Sasquatch, but he's also a gentleman. The doctor is out. Dr. Squatch, y'all, check him out. Oh, brother. Dr. Squatch. Oh, yeah. You done, done it again. There you go. That's it sounds better than that. But you know what smells better than that? What's that, brother? Dr. Squatch. Be a Squatch. Smell like a gentleman. Makers of gentlemen, natural soaps, deodorants, creams, and other fine smelling products. Heed your inner Squatch man. Dr. Squatch. He's writing your prescription. It's woodsy, rugged, and strong. There you go, Doctor Squatch. I f- I swear, uh, my wife uh, got me that, and I feel like I am a gentleman of the wood. That's very nice, man. Uh, yeah, the whole Bigfoot theme we've had going recently. Uh, that how about that nine one one call? That dude was that dude was. Tr- uh, Freaking. Yeah, he was freaking out. So uh, there's been lots of sightings of uh, said Sasquatch. You might want to also call him Bigfoot, probably more commonly known as. And uh, we obviously have a fascination with uh, Sasquatch at this moment, because let me just real quick name the triumvirate. We've got Sasquatch, the saxophonist in a Sasquatch suit. We've got uh, Bat Squatch an IPA from the uh, uh, Northwest. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we have Dr. Squatch, the triumvirate of Squatch. before calling all sack squatch everywhere <laughs> oh that's too funny so those were actually uh recordings of supposed sasquatch right yeah yeah and the one that i would actually recommend uh, i accidentally closed the window um for some reason but there's one called the sierra sounds that i recommend going out to check out it's uh from the 70s, there's some of the best, uh, what are thought to be sax watch uh, sounds. And uh, yeah, the Sierra sounds uh, are really cool to listen to. Very cool. Check that out on uh, like YouTube or something. You know who has an, a fascination with Sasquatch? Who's that? Well, let me give you two bands. <laughs> Actually, the D and Dream Cream both have a fascination with uh, Sasquatch as we uh, talk about them right now. And there are many organizations out there that are people coming together in full uh, love and support of Sasquatch. There's one in particular we'd like to shout out. That would be the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. And their overall mission of the BFRO is multifaceted. But the organization essentially seeks to resolve the mystery surrounding the Bigfoot phenomena. That is to derive conclusive documentation of the species existence. There you go. So whatever you call them, whether it's Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Sasquatch, Batsquatch, Yeti. Yeah. Keep your eyes and open uh, your ears open for the Sasquatches. Yeah. That Dr. Squatch sounds pretty awesome too, by the way. Yeah. 
Here, I'll even show it to you. I have it right here. This one is called Alpine Sage. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like I'm a a Sasquatch myself running naked through the the forests of Ohio. Just like PB4, free and uninhibited. (laughs) Well stated. (laughs) Couldn't agree more. So there you go. Tonight's sponsor is Dr. Squatch. Well, brother, I'm very excited to announce this evening's uh, featured artist. Uh, none other than PB4 favorite Spiral Stairs. He's got an amazing new album out called Medley Attack. And I am very excited to play some of these songs for the fans this evening. Can you uh, give us his real name, if, if you wouldn't mind? Spiral Staircase, uh, a.k.a. Scott Cannonberg. All right. Well, I think Spiral Stairs were linked by the name Scott and Scott Tecate need to form an alliance. What do you think? The Scott Alliance. The Scott Alliance. Yes. Sounds great. Yes, sir. All right. Well, brother, I think you got some cuts to play. Let's get to it. Yeah. Let's check it out here. Once again, this is the new album called Medley Attack by Spiral Stairs. Let's give them a proper intro here. Yes, sir. Yeah. Anytime. Just ladies and gentlemen, spiral stairs. Ladies and gentlemen, spiral stair. Stairs, plural. Do it again. Ladies and gentlemen, spiral stairs. Yeah, just do it one more time. Ladies and gentlemen, spiral stairs. Ladies and gentlemen, spiral stairs. Ladies and gentlemen, Spiral Stairs.
So wait, check this. This is like uh, three songs in one. Check this uh, part two of same song. I love the non so subtle change in tempo. You know who so does cool. that? You know who does that well, brother? Who's that? One other than Dream Cream. This is one of my favorite songs on the album. It's just such a cool, so many cool changes in this song. Yeah. we need to open up for him dream cream what do you think ah pleasure would be all ours come to chat time we'll get you a gig too we do it all full service db4 records there you go oh just when you thought you were getting out of that love trap yeah, I love this song, man. It's called uh, Baron Please. Let me smooth that thing on out. An absolute masterpiece, my brother. Baron, please. Off the new Spiral Stairs album. Oh, love that one. Let me give you one more back-to-back, brother. And let's rock with a little Petrified.
Oh, brother. I am in love with this new album by Spiral Stairs. It's called Medley Attack. And that one was called Petrified Like a Firework on the 4th of July. Don't let our love petrify. It's a great one, man. Um, I wanted to read you real quick before we move on. There was a cool quote here from via Rough Trade. And uh, Spiral says, uh, it's definitely been the weirdest and hardest record to make, but I think I like it the best. I think they're the best lyrics. They're pretty dark, but they're pretty honest, and they tell stories a little more than in the past. And it was originally going to be a stripped-down swan song record for him, uh, but he said he ended up getting so many people involved, uh, his closest friends and people he admires, and... uh, He couldn't be prouder of the results and it kind of makes him want to make even more records. There you go. And uh, yeah, definitely. It's an amazing record. So I'm super stoked to play some of these songs for the fans tonight. All right. Nice job. Spiral stairs from our uh, PB4 favorite pavement on a solo album uh, released recently. What was the name of the album again? My brother. It is called uh, medley attack medley attack all right so where are we off to next my brother all right and brother going right into it here this is a classic from the spiral solo collection it's called falling away i've got locations My palate is dry. And it's not that I'm And it's not that I'm it feels like always falling away, falling away again, and it shows. And FYI, this is off of his album from 2001, All This Sounds Gas, as the Preston School of Industry. Europe 
It's a classic from the Spiral Stairs catalog, brother. That one is called Falling Away, and that is from his band, the Preston School of Industry, from 2001, from their album, All This Sounds Gas. All this and more on tonight's episode of Pleasure Before Business. Well, I am clearly at the point of no return right now. My palate is parched. I feel like I've just sandpapered my inner mouth. Brother, play that tape. Breaking out a classic for the fans. Kind of classic, brother, for the fans. Another you know notch on the belt. You know it. 
Well, I just got one question for you, brother. What's that? What's your favorite flavor, brother? Play that tape. All right, shout out to the uh, Blank Tapes, PB4 favorites. This one's called Silverado Daydreams. So my beer tonight, my favorite flavor, is from a uh, brewery out in Niles, Illinois, by the name of Hubbard's Cave. I think they renamed themselves. They used to be called Ooh. Anae Uane, which I guess most people can't pronounce. But anyway, Hubbard's Cave is my uh, review tonight. And the favorite flavor is a flavor called Hopsurd. That is Hopsurd, your IPA, brother. So uh, anyway, naturally, I wanted to understand the most absurd, not Hopsurd, but absurd music songs and albums ever written. So I went ahead and did a, what every natural human being does these days to my knowledge. I did a Google search on absurd album names. And I just wanted to uh, read a couple to you, Ricky G. Maybe we'll make it a quiz. All right, here you go. The first, and this is coming from Reader's Digest. Oh boy. I should have checked my sources. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna call some out here that of bands that we know. Here's an album name. I've got all these ringing in my ears and nothing in my figures. My Fallout Boy. I tortured that one. They are night zombies. They are neighbors. They have come back from the dead. Ah, do you know who sung that one or wrote that one? Who's that? Sufon Stevens. Oh, nice. We know that cat, right? Here's another one we know. Nothing's ever going to stand in my way again. And the funky thing is he uses no punctuation. Nothing, nothing's ever going to stand in my way again. All one word. I feel like I know this one, but I can't put my finger on on it. It's on the tip. Uh, This is a band I just saw recently in the the park of Chi-Town. Oh, is it uh, Jeff Tweedy, Wilco? Of Wilco fame, indeed. Yes. All right. Let me get you another one real quick, and then we'll get back to the program. Yeah, I totally said you gave me the clue. It's all one word, too. I should have gotten that. It was right on the, the tip of my sword. Broaden your sword. This one is an obvious one. Obla di blada. Oh, that's the Beatles. That's an easy one. Yeah. Life goes on, brah. All right. Well, let's get back to my favorite flavor. Hubbard's Caves. All right. This one is called Hopsurd. And let me take a rip off of it for the fans and give you my PB4 rating. Because here we go. I got to tell you, brother, 
I read an article. It was actually a, a little older, 2015. And uh, I simply typed in the search best IPAs in Chi-Town. Mm-hmm. And this one came as the number one from the blog Thrillist. And so that was seven years ago. And I have to say, even after seven years, it's a stunner. Like they had something going on back then and it's still testing time. And seven year itch. Exactly. It's another strong one. Another uh, double IPA, AK Imperial IPA. So it's an 8.5 APG. Woo. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a nice beer. I've been uh, drinking it now for the last couple hours, and it's really got a mellow citrus taste. You know, just uh, just exactly the kind of IPA I really dig. And typically when I drink these doubles and these Imperials, it's, it's just too much, right? You've been on fire with those lately. Uh, yeah. But this one, my brother, is... Uh, let me take another rip. Am I going to drink it all night? Yes. Uh, Am I going to enjoy it all night? Of course. Is PB4 the best podcast in all the land? Naturally. So uh, I would give this uh, IPA from uh, Hubbard's Cave, also known as a hopped surd. I'm going to give this one a 9.65324. One eight seven zero six six. On the PB foe favorite flavor scale. <clears throat> well, that was a great analysis. I appreciate you showing your work. Um, so I, I appreciate that. I uh, I understand the analysis, and it was spot on. Yes, sir. When you come out here, we will definitely hit up. But there's lots of Chicago uh, IPAs and breweries. So that's my uh, favorite flavor, brother. I got one question for you. What's that, brother? What's your favorite flavor? Well, I'm glad you asked, my man. I've got a uh, special treat here for uh, the fans this evening. Uh, This is one I had never even heard of before, to be quite honest with you, but it is absolutely delightful. So uh, without further ado... Hear ye, hear ye, let us welcome the prince, ladies and gentlemen, the prince of Pilsen, by Three Taverns Craft Brewery in Decatur, Georgia. It's uh, an American pale lager, also referred to as a hoppy pilsner, or as a bohemian slash Czech pilsner. Shout out to the Czech Republic. Czech Republic checking in. ABG and even 5%. Keeping it light. The Prince of Pilsen pays tribute to the most popular beer style in the world. Originally brewed in the Bohemian city of Pilsen in 1842. The new sensation 
I've got a new sensation. New was wide, sensation. <laughs> right now. Was uh, widely imitated and now makes up 90% of the beer consumed around the globe. Hmm. Worldwide. This Euro-style version is refreshingly crisp and dry-hopped with the Falconer's Flight 7 Seas for a distinct citrus aroma and bite. So, brother, without further ado, let me pour myself a Prince of Pilsen. Oh, yeah. That sounds smooth. I should have synced up when I opened my beer with the actual effect, but you get the point. Um, but the Prince of Pilsen, brother, let me cue myself up some little music in the background here. This one's called Someday My Prince Will Come by Lionel Hampton. In 1989, he's a master of the xylophone. And uh, yeah, I've been getting really into the Prince of Pilsen, brother. I'd never really heard of this one before, uh, but it really is fantastic. It's basically, it's a hoppy pilsner is what it is. And I don't recall really ever having... Um, too many like i i can't even recall having a hoppy pilsner before so uh let me take a rip real quick you know ricky g you might want to reconsider the horn i do love that hear ye hear ye horn but i think in tandem you could actually throw in the jamaican horn as well that's that's my preference and my personal favorite but i just wanted to give you my uh my unbiased opinion no i appreciate it it's like uh we're like the Knights of the Round Table, brother. Although there's only two of us currently. But we don't have the continent nor capacity to lead yet. We will if called upon. Well, I'm going to give you the uh, official Ricky G review on this one, brother. Break it down. It's bold up front with a light citrus hop dry and well-balanced. It kind of reminds me of an IPA. Spicy herbal notes. Smooth and creamy. Yeah. With a delightful crisp finish. Lingering earthiness and lemon peel. Perfect for watching football or recording a podcast. It's you know, un it's unfiltered and delicious. Just like PB4. And uh, it pairs well with a spicy Asian or Mexican food. I am going to take one more rip. Uh, sorry to cut you off. What were you uh, saying, my brother? Oh, it can be saved. We need to hear your instant reaction. So good. I'm going to give this tasty everyday drinker an 8.17. It's very solid. I like the 5% style. I like the hoppy Pilsner that's almost got like a light IPA type of vibe to it. 
uh like i said you can you can kind of kick it with this beer um and similar remember i had the uh lay low ipa last time uh so yeah i'm in like the lay low mood here in the summer brother checking out some uh pilsners and some hoppiness and but yeah this uh the prince of pilsen uh very uh classy can here as well once again uh tiger tiger theme and uh yeah it's a great beer i think this is a fantastic one once again the prince of pilsen and that is from the uh three taverns craft brewery in decatur georgia nice so yeah brother um I give this one an 8.17. And uh, yeah, the thing about this one is it's just right in the sweet spot. And uh, it is definitely PB4 approved. Hear ye, hear ye, my brother. <laughs> the Prince of Pilsen has arrived. So and he is quite delightful. So formal. I love that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and let me raise my glass to you, my brother, and to all the fans. To the Prince of Pilsner. May Jeez. he reign forever. <laughs> May he reign supreme. <laughs> all right. Mm. Fantastic. Prince of Pilsen in the house. I think we got ourselves a sponsor tonight for Favorite Flavor, don't we, brother? Yeah, I just realized what is up now. I got to get, uh, I got to change my mindset right now. Chew it Hold up, on. yeah. I got to get in the zone for this one. Yeah, take some deep breaths, tap tap your brain, tap your side, tap it out. There All you right, go, brother. I'm ready go. to execute this one. Hold on for dear life. And I actually have one right here, so I'm going to give you the legit. There you go. Liquid death, y'all. Hold on. Let me get a little taste of the Alps before I execute this commercial. Oh, yeah. As you should. All right, brother. You got my backup accompaniment on this one? You know I do. All right, let's do this. Tonight's favorite flavor was brought to you by Liquid Death, mountain water from the Alps. This infinitely recyclable can of stone-cold mountain water came straight from the Alps to murder your thirst. Murder your thirst! When you're feeling kind of parched, when you're feeling kind of dry, when you're feeling confused and you don't know why you gotta murder your thirst murder your first you gotta murder your thirst murder your first liquid death mountain water from the alps murder your thirst murder your thirst and come in first like PB4 Records. All right. Murder Your Thirst, brother. The first, Murder uh, Your Thirst. <laughs> first uh, Liquid Death uh, promo there. Um, 
And I've been actually enjoying it. I've been getting this after my markets recently. Um, I love the straight up water one. There's also this one that's called um, Severed Lime. It's a uh, sparkling there water. Does it, murder so, yeah. your th- it, does it murder your thirst? It does murder my thirst. Murder your thirst! <laughs> you like that when you feel like we were just talking about it when you feel like kind of pies when you yes. feel like kind of dry yes yes well we are clearly spiraling down the stairs to nowhere my brother get us back up on those stairs climbing upward and onward all right well let's get out of here to somewhere and uh this is another song off the spiral stairs new album medley attack This is a very cool one as well. And this one is called Hey 70. Check it out. Brought to you by Amazing Grease Records. You know who else has Amazing Grease, my brother? Who's that, brother? Dream Cream. And you can find Dream Cream on dreamcream.bandcamp.com where you will hear the world's freshest music. It's a pretty one. Pretty awesome. if you've made it this far I'd love to get your feedback we'd love to get some of your songs and bands that you listen to just text us just send in that message on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you can find us we want this show to be all for you and by you Meanwhile, I'm going to open up one of my favorite flavors. Absurd. Hopsurd.
Spiral. Oh, it's such a pretty one. Uh, that one's called Hey 70. Pretty awesome. <laughs> pretty awesome. It's funny as I was just uh, looking at the title of this next song. And let me just say up front, this is a classic from the uh, Spiral solo collection. It's a song called If the Straits of Magellan Should Ever Run Dry. This one is off of uh, his album by the Preston School of Industry called Monsoon from 2004. And uh, I think you're going to love this one. But yeah, I was just reading that title. It was like, there's so many uh, mentions tonight to uh, dry and parched and then uh, equally getting uh, properly lubricated with the proper amount of dream cream. cream. Apply liberally and often. This one is called If the Straits of Magellan Should Ever Run Dry. Love this one. That's my favorite drum beat right there. Yeah. Kick it up. Not too hard. Pixies reference.
they end this song on that drum riff too. I love the way this song ends. Straits of Magellan should ever run dry, my brother. I liked his uh I liked his riffing, his guitar riffing. Sounded a little bit like Dream Cream. <laughs> we could be so lucky as to be in the same breath. But uh yeah, man, the great spiral. He's got some amazing stuff. And, well, speaking uh, of uh Dream Cream, I think we got some unfinished business to attend to. A-S-A-G. Kick it. Hit it. Yeah. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Got some unfinished business. Got some unfinished business. Unfinished business. Got to attend that shit. ASAG. I got some unfinished business to attend to. Gotta take care of that shit ASAG. You know when that is? Right. It's yesterday. Yeah. Got some unfinished business. Gotta attend to that shit. A-S-A-G Gotta get to the pleasure I gotta stop singing about it and just do it Pleasure always comes first Pleasure before business PB4 In the house Scotty Takate And Ricky G that's me. We're the dream team. And we're bringing you the dream cream. Taking care of that unfinished business. A-S-A-G. Oh, yeah. Uh, brother, you know, if we're playing those riffs, you must have some unfinished business to attend to. ASAG. I do, I do. I'm going to bring it back. We talked about the uh, Coda collection in uh, episodes of Yonder. 
And uh, I watched a uh, really cool documentary this morning. It's a great way to start my day off, get energized, because uh, it was just the topic was exactly in my zone. The uh, Coda Collection, if you recall, is a uh, subscription that you buy uh, via Amazon, and uh, it's very nominal. I think it's like two bucks, but uh, in that collection, you get all sorts of amazing live music, uh, documentaries, etc. And the one I list or watched today, this morning, was exceptional. And it was called Rockfield, the studio on the farm. And uh, I know you would love it, brother, and especially those out there that dabble in music production. It was uh, they were pioneering at this uh, studio. The studio was started by uh, two Welsh brothers in the 60s that turned their dairy farm into one of the most successful recording studios of all time, Uh, just producing four decades of just legendary music. And, uh, you know, they are considered by uh, many as the first live-in studio. So not only did the uh, bands that came to this uh, basically desolate area in the middle of uh, farm fields and whatnot, they would live there uh, amongst all of the animals and all the farms for many, many months in some cases. So, you know, they did a lot of their recording in uh, parts of the farm, like their main echo chamber was in a, a uh, facility that housed 500 pigs. They reconverted it, but it had some sort of really cool echo that made the music sound great. Cool. So really fascinating that, you know, here's two Welsh brothers who, you know, presumably we're going to take over the farm, but had other ideas formed the alliance that has never been seen before. Followed their dreams, you know, becoming involved in the music world and uh, made it happen. You know, let me let me tell you these bands that came there and did some just amazing albums, brother. Listen to this. Black Sabbath, mm. Hawk Kind, who is uh, Lemmy from uh, what, what, uh, Motorhead, right? Mm-hmm. Queen. Uh, if you have seen the movie about the Queen, they actually recorded the uh, song Bohemian Rhapsody there. Oh, wow. Bands like Iggy Pop, Simple Minds. Uh, then you fast forward English pop bands, which I grew up with and I still love today. The 80s and 90s classics like Oasis, Charlatan, Stone Roses were a big album that was uh, recorded yeah. there. All famous albums. And uh, literally the Stone Roses, they made a, a, it was a pretty significant amount of time spent on them. They lived there on the farm for 14 months, making their album. A lot of music was produced there. A lot of drugs were taken there. Just an incredible documentary for music fans that really just want to learn about a piece of history of rock and roll. And, uh, you know, it really fired me up for my dreams as well. You know, I'm, I'm a little more advanced in the years than they were starting out. I feel like uh, we've got the necessary experience to quantum quantum leap into this business business and and make things happen. Wouldn't you agree, Ricky G? Oh, I de- I definitely would. Sorry, I just went down the simply red wormhole for a couple seconds. Oh while you yeah, were pontificating. Um, yes, but um, but yeah, definitely, man. It's just amazing. You know, earlier we were talking about the the link of a chain. You know, from one generation to the next. You know, standing upon giants, and you've got these. <laughs> These uh, two Welsh brothers on the dairy farm here on the link of the chain. And then you fast forward to link of the chain for uh, PB4 records and dream cream, like just picking the uh, 
grabbing the baton and yes carrying it forward you know and uh but yeah man it's like i've I, I love hearing these stories, you know, they're inspirational. Mm-hmm. They always sound very PB4-ish, you know, mm-hmm. it's like uh, that, that'll someday that'll be in the uh, Urban Dictionary, PB4-ish. There you go. I agree. Well, anyway, I think it's still being used today. Uh, it's it's a famous uh, air, uh, place to produce record, records and uh, a great movie or great documentary, nonetheless, uh, on Coda Collection. Again, it's called Rockfield, the studio on the farm, and it can be found on Amazon. So tune in, turn up, and tune out. There you go, brother. There's my unfinished business. All right. So there you go. Check it out. So Ricky G, I know you've got some unfinished business to attend to. I did. (laughs) I do, man. Uh, yeah, so since we last spoke, I'm once again back uh, taking care of Stag's chickens uh, once again. Say uh, hi to Can of Corn for me, if you wouldn't mind. Next, Yeah, time. Can of Corn, once again, the blonde rooster was stepping to a brother. And I found that if I carried a stick with me just to have something kind of separating the two of us, that was very helpful. Um, but then I, I think I mentioned again uh, last time that the other rooster who is is quite magnificent his coloring uh his name is bradley cooper and he stepped in a couple times and was like you know just telling can of corn to step off mm. um but anyways i ca- i happened to capture an amazing uh um the call of bradley cooper here that i wanted to play for uh, all the fans that came out really fantastic check it out So yeah, that's uh, Stag's uh, wow. prized rooster. We need, to tra- uh, we need to trademark that. That needs to be <laughs> the sound of every morning. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's that's basically been I. You know, whenever I I end up taking care of the chickens, I I know last time I was mentioning that uh, Jimmy Smith album back at the Chicken Shack. I always end up having this like imagery of roosters or chickens or whatever, and so anyways, the one I've been uh, kind of really getting into lately is an old school. Uh, Bob Dylan album uh, it's called New Morning and uh, it's a 1970s album and uh, yeah the song uh, uh, New Morning is amazing but the first line is uh, can't you hear that rooster crow it so that's kind of always what I'm thinking of Bradley Cooper Uh, but yeah you know can't you hear that rooster crowing rabbit running down across the road underneath the bridge where the water flowed through so happy just to see you smile underneath the sky of blue on this new morning on this new morning with you yeah it's it's a great album uh in addition to new morning which i love that song it's also got the classic uh if not for you and also uh the man and me which always makes me think of uh the movie the big lebowski that's the song they play in that man, movie i'm talking about man <laughs> yeah that's it's a great one and and uh you'd be proud of me i've actually started a new morning routine brother that consists of uh push-ups and sit-ups good for you uh, and weights and planking as well healthy but, mind healthy body keep it all in unison venn diagram style yes and uh but that song new morning by um bob dylan has become my uh push-ups uh song how many can you do Ah, uh, I mean, I don't want to disclose to the fans. I like to keep my, uh, I'm still building, building my way up, but 
You only need one. <laughs> you only need one. I've definitely got that covered. But yeah, kind of the funny thing too is that um, the song "New Morning," which is the you know title track off the album, it actually opens on side B, which is always funny. You know, it's like you're starting the album listening to side B. And um, I also wanted to call out there's um, an album that I've always done my yoga to, which is a Freddie Hubbard album. It's an amazing jazz album called Hub Tones. And I also start that album on side B for my yoga routine. So I don't know. Uh, I didn't come up with any other ones, but it kind of had me thinking like there's probably like a ton of uh, albums where when you flip it on, you always start it on side B. I'm sure there's quite a few of those out there, but these are just two in particular that um, I do that for. So I think we should get the PB4 AI bots on that one to calculate the uh, the KPIs on that. I'm sure there's uh, so plenty, but actually pretty unique in my opinion to have the title track, the namesake of the album opening side B. So anyways, pretty cool stuff and amazing album too. I mean, nonetheless. Uh, so anyways, yeah, that's my little uh, uh, hanging out at the chickens with a can of corn and uh, Bradley Cooper. And uh, so, yeah, that was a good time on that. So I have one other item of unfinished business to attend to, brother. And uh, this is actually um, what I ended up using the uh, gift certificate on that you got me for my birthday. It's the 10-year anniversary of the Cloud Nothings album, Attack on Memory, which is an amazing album. And uh, it's one I didn't have on vinyl, so I was stoked to uh, get that with the gift certificate you got me. Oh, yeah. They reissued that on the 10-year anniversary. So I thought I might play one of these rockers for us tonight. This one is called Stay Useless. And it's off their album, Attack on Memory. Check this one out. See you getting way into these guys.
Oh, yeah, brother. The Cloud Nothings from Cleveland, Ohio. I could see you getting way into these guys. They're awesome. Uh, that's the song, uh, Stay Useless. I need time to stop moving. I need time to stay useless. Know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's a great one, man. That's a 10-year anniversary of that album. Uh, those guys have so many cool ones. So, yeah, brother, I wanted to get back into a little more uh, Spiral Stairs here for you. Uh, this is one more off of his new album, and this one is called Time Equals Cuz.
Uh, that one is called time equals cuz. Off the new Spiral Stairs album, Medley Attack. All right, cool, man. Let's kick it to some new music review. Why don't we? Let's do it. new music review yes sir what you got for me all right well we got a band uh, called vintage crop and definitely this is vintage uh we have played a lot of new music tonight and this one is no exception the song we're gonna play is called casting calls it's on the record uh kibitz and what I like to say about kibitz and PB4 records, all the glitz, not the kibitz. Play that tape, brother. That's a tape. That's a rap. Talk about my life like it's in I think you're going li- to like this one, Ricky G. Pay special attention to the lyrics. We definitely get better after each take, right, Ricky G? (laughs) Definitely, brother. All right, I call this Kibitz, but it's actually Kibitzer is the album name from Vintage Crop. They're on Anti-Fade Records. They're based out of uh, Melbourne, Australia. And uh, as you can hear by the lyrics. Yeah. It's really about uh, casting in a film or in music. There's a lot I like of to- it, man. Yeah, a lot of tones of Dead Milk, man, don't you think? Yeah, it, I definitely, when you mention that, I definitely hear that. Um, it's also got like kind of like a punk vibe to it, too. Oh, yeah. like, I feel like a, like a SoCal punk vibe, I would exactly. call it. They are from Australia. Here's a little uh, review by New uh, New Music Express. <laughs> I you going to say New Music Review. I almost did, yes. <laughs> Vintage crop have always been equal parts articulate and acidic arming their blurted garage punk with memorable lyrics and a mocking tone. Totally hear that. Uh. 
Well, kibitzer is a Yiddish term describing someone who looks on from afar and others unwanted advice. Think like a backseat driver in social situations. Kind of reminds me of our saying at PVFO. You know what that is, brother? What's that, brother? PVFO records. All the glitz, not the kibitz. Oh, not the kibitz. Nice vintage crop. Uh, That's a cool one, man. I like that one. I like the, uh, you know, comparison, a little dead milkman in there. Definitely a little punk style. I like that one. It's cool. There you go. So, brother, let's hear your uh, new music review. Well, this is, uh, I played one by these guys earlier to give you a little taste, but this band Launder, uh, this is actually the song that turned me on to them. Uh, the song is called Unwound, and it's off of their album Happening. And I think you're really going to love this one, brother. Check it out. I have definitely played that chord progression. Tell me about these guys, brother. Well, I'm just kind of getting into them. Uh, I absolutely love this album. It's incredible. They've got some other stuff, too. There's a little quote for you from Bandcamp. Los Angeles-based musician John Cudliffe came of age, cueing dream pop records to the beachside backdrop of his hometown in Orange County. He's a student of the sound, melodic textured guitar music, and a believer that when honest and real, it can both enthrall and facilitate Catharis. Catharis. I gotta look that word up. A-S-A-G Catharsis, the process of releasing and thereby providing relief from strong or repressed emotions. I I can't quite put my finger on the influences uh, for this. It reminds me of a couple different bands, but I think it's like an early 90s style is what I'm I'm thinking, but I'm not sure. I hear that. But 
but he's also got a style all his own, you know? I am in a cathartic state of mind. <laughs> Would that be a cathartic? I'm in a cathartic state of mind. That is Launder. That's a really cool one. That has the song Unwound. It's the first song off their album Happening. And it's brought to you by Ghostly International. And uh, yeah, I just can't seem to put my finger on that one. I, I mean, I just love it. The whole album is great, but you know, it's got some, I, I don't know. I hear a little like Bloody Valentine in some parts in that. And maybe like a little, that band Hum. I hear a little of that in there. Um, maybe even that like stone roses like time period we were talking about maybe a little of that mm. i don't know it's hard to put my finger on it's just uh but I, I really really like the guy's music it's uh it's fantastic so yeah launder brother that's my uh new music review for there you this go evening. there you go you know what brother i see the light at the end of the tunnel we got to get this show on the rails yeah man um this is a song we'll just close it out we couldn't play all this spiral stuff without a collaboration with pavement and this is a uh a single that came out called coolin by sound and uh, also fyg that's uh he's got a, a record label uh out of australia i believe called coolin by sound it's from this uh song this is one with a uh, spiral and uh malcolmus both on the vocals so uh check this one out brother
definitely got a lot of pavement influence in it. Oh yeah, well this is a pavement song. Well, I stand corrected. <laughs> it has a lot of influence. This has 100% pavement influence. <laughs> Yeah, I used to have the single of this. I, I think it's on the uh, B-sides for Crooked Rain. Coolin' by sound by pavement, brother. PB4 is cooler than you. Do 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 Improv. There you go. Gotta love it, man. Well, it's hard to believe, brother. It's about that time once again. Shout out to the commish. Yes. We've done done it again, brother. We did it, brother. Shout out to all our fans. If you stuck it this far, you a psycho G. <laughs> oh yeah, you should the brother. not us we're just here to give you the news well once again brother it's been a pleasure as always oh brother the pleasure's all mine we done done it again that's 32 times in a row yeah man and what an uh, amazing album by spiral stairs so fun to play some of his jams frankly that might have been the best episode ever i mean we had uh pavement pierogies with gorgonzola and a side of dream cream oh my goodness this one had it all brother we did a little bit on the uh triumvirate of uh, sasquatch yeah, that was a great uh, promo as well by you. The shout, uh, shout out to Doctor Squatch. We also had the introduction of our new sponsor, Liquid Death. Yes, sir. Did it murder your, your uh, thirst, brother? It did murder my thirst. Fresh oh, yeah. mountain water from the Alps. And we hope the sounds of PB4 has murdered the thirst of your mind. And this is once again another classic by uh, Pavement Spiral. Uh, his song Kennel District off Wowie Zowie. Shout out to Stevie King for being the artist that we, our favorite artist of the show, for producing the album cover of Wowie Zowie. Not only do we know music, but we know the artists of the album's covers 
of the musicians. That's when you get into Jedi mode. We're in the Jedi zone, brother. We are, man. Uh, album covers, pierogies, uh, choco tacos. It's a potpourri of uh, pleasure and delights for your ears and your mind. Well, brother, it's been great to see you once again. As always, we've created yet another masterpiece. It's become so natural. brother it's about that time that we send out some final peace and love vibrations out to all our fans we love you fans we out